Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, sports fans? My name is Jake Azuski. You can call me Jake Iggy or Iggy for short. And this is Iggy's Sports Talk. So, it's another week, which means another podcast episode. And I first wanted to say I greatly appreciate each and every one of you tuning into these weekly podcasts because I do my absolute best to make every minute, every second worth your wild. And boy, do I have an exciting episode planned for you guys today. I have special guest Bob Nightingale on the show, who is a USA Today writer and also an MLB insider. And him and I are going to be talking about what it was like for him as an MLB writer during this very strange time and during the pandemic, and also what his thoughts are about the MLB 2020 season so far, especially with no fans, and how the MLB can really deal with these outbreaks. And then I also dive into him. And then I also dive in with him to look at the MLB free agency of 2021 and how this pandemic will really affect the market and if these players will be able to sign for as big of contracts as they're really looking for. So let's go over and listen to the conversation that I had with Bob. I do really appreciate you coming onto the show and taking the time to know give your insight on all these different topics surrounding baseball it's definitely a weird year uh and it's something where i bet like like somebody who works in baseball it's very difficult to understand exactly what's going to happen day in and day out yeah it's been a uh, yeah, crazy year i mean let's show up for spanish flu back in 1918 nobody's anything like it exactly and it's something where like especially as like a baseball reporter i was just curious on your experience uh, during the pandemic and, you know, coming up with interesting topics, especially with such a long break. Yeah, just a, uh, you know, from spring training and then stopping and then restarting. I, I think that part was the, uh, was the hardest, just not knowing when they're going to play, everybody at a standstill, <clears throat> no, no access, you know, no, uh, or very little access with Zoom calls and things like that. Now with the season, you know, restarting, you still don't have an access, but you don't have daily Zoom calls. It seems more natural. Uh, you know, I've been about four different ballparks. It's strange not seeing anybody or talking to anybody uh, in person, but at least, you know, it's the you know, same baseball game just without, without the fans, just piped in fan noise and, you know, music, that sort of thing. Uh, but, yeah, a lot more normalcy now. Just absolutely nothing was going on. Right, exactly. And I bet it's sort of been weird doing the Zoom interviews. Has that been something that has been difficult to get used to, or has it been a pretty easy transition? Yeah, not a bad transition. Uh, teams do it differently. Some are uh, the PR director will uh, use that raise your hand feature, and so no one talks over anybody. And the smaller market team seems like, hey, it's open season, just talk and, uh, and go that way. But, it, yeah, it's been a lot better than I think people thought. Uh, there's been a lot of cooperation from, uh, from all 30 teams. So that, that part's worked. And obviously, you, know, you don't get any one-on-one interviews, but you can ask your questions. Exactly. It's, thank God that the MLB found a way to still be able to give you guys access to ask questions or then you guys won't be able to do your job as effectively. But I was curious, especially you talked about with the no fans, now they have the fan noises. I was curious, like, what do you like most about the season so far, as weird as it has been? 
Well, I mean, I, I like the fact that just a, uh, you know, more, just more of a normalcy thing, but the normalcy is abnormal. I mean, you have a lot of surprises where, you know, I don't think you'd get excited about the Detroit Tigers or Baltimore Orioles playing well, but in short season, you think, well, okay, you know, maybe these guys do have a chance. Uh, you know, that sort of thing. You know, it's been very interesting, obviously, with the Astros, with, you know, with no fans, but yet two uh, bench-clearing incidents with the Dodgers and now the uh, Oakland A's. So, you know, they've been uh, a fascinating team to watch. But, yeah, just the unknown. You know, I think it'll be interesting now if, you know, Charlie Blackman's in 500, if Blackman's playing with 400 at the end of the season, you know, do we really acknowledge it or no? Because it's one thing to do it for 60 games, quite another to do it for 162. Exactly. It's been kind of interesting hearing different people's thoughts about if they're going to put like an asterisk next to the champion uh, champion's name and sort of what you talked about with Charlie Blackman and other guys having these insane stats about if we're actually going to take it seriously. And I was just curious in terms of what, what you've been able to see over the course of the season, have you seen a little bit more competitiveness from the players and, and just like the atmosphere in general, just from guys not being able to play? Well, the strange part the players say is with the no fans, you can hear in everything. Mm-hmm. So, a uh, you know Cubs Brewers series, I think the second game of the season, and they were both chirping at each other and staring at one another, just because usually you can't hear any sound from the bench muffled by the fans. Now you can hear every single word. It almost sounds like little league, you know, when guys are razzing each other and in uh, that sort of thing. So the players have had to uh, try to get used to that, just because it's so weird. Yeah, that makes sense. And as we saw, and you even brought up a little bit with the Astros uh, brawl, uh, it's interesting seeing, you know, the social distancing kind of brawls and even like the arguments as well. Uh, But we've also seen some outbreaks in the the major leagues. And that's sort of at least made me as a fan very nervous if the season is going to go on or not. And so we saw the Marlins had around 20 players and coaches get infected. And then we saw the Cardinals had around 15 And so I was just curious on just your reaction from seeing the outbreaks and if you were really nervous if the season could potentially be canceled or not. The Marlins one, yeah, really had people on edge. And I thought, okay, you know, for to hit a team like this, what's going to happen again? And uh, I thought the season might be in jeopardy at that point. I think players were starting to freak out, like, okay, this thing could end any day. And then uh, what they did was just tighten up the protocol, saying, hey, you guys can't go out at all. I don't care if you're going to a friend's house. You know, I think it was a uh, – I'm not sure which individual caused it with the Marlins, but a couple of guys left the team hotel. Uh, in the Cardinals' case, I believe it was a personal trainer. So so they buttoned up the protocols, and you see in the aftermath of the Cleveland Indians when they had two guys leave the team hotel, Mike Clevenger and, uh, and Zach Plesak, and they both got put on the restricted list. I mean, they'll be back. But the teammates are infuriated, saying, well, you're risking uh, not only risking your safety, but our safety too, and you could cause our season to cancel, you know, by doing something like that. So now they have, you know, MLBS security in every team hotel. Uh, there's guys in, uh, in each clubhouse monitoring to make sure everybody's wearing masks at all time. So it'd be a nightmare for baseball to go this far and not have a postseason. 
Exactly. And it's great that you brought up the postseason as well, just because I heard a report come out about how they were thinking about the bubble for the postseason. I, I think that's just such a great idea. And I was kind of confused why the MLB didn't do that just from the start, because we, we saw it with the NHL and we saw it with the NBA. Uh, but I just want to hear your thoughts on what, what you thought about when the report came out about the potential bubble for the playoffs. Yeah, they're uh, considering that. It's kind of like a fallback. You know, you just don't know. Remember, originally they talked about having a bubble in Arizona and Florida. Mm -hmm. Well, they came two of the hot spots. It would have been a nightmare. You know, they, they don't have a thing where you can have four games under one roof. Uh, it's impossible. It's a lot easier for the NBA to do it in the NHL. Uh, you know, the players didn't want to do it either. They didn't want to be away from their families for six months. So if they have to, they'll do it in a neutral site. You know, make more sense probably in the – Southern California having the three teams there than having it uh, anywhere else just because of the, uh, the possibility of, of bad weather. But, you know, you got five places in the Northeast, you know, three in the Midwest with the uh, two Chicago teams in Milwaukee. Uh, so we'll see. I, I think they prefer not to do it because the trouble is, you know, if you do it this way, Jake, if you're the number one seed and you have the best record in all of baseball, you play the number eight seed first round, there's no home field advantage whatsoever. So it really doesn't matter what your record is as long as you get in. So it takes away a whole lot of incentive to even win your division for that matter. Exactly. It's, it's really going to be very weird, especially as you talked about with the whole playoff atmosphere. It, it just ropes everything differently, in my, in my opinion, sort, sort of how players perform, you know, the adrenaline factor. And it's going to be really weird, especially how you even said earlier in the podcast about how it's just dead silent in the, in the field, usually now, now with no fans. Yeah, and just a uh, – I think the playoffs would be the strangest thing of all. I mean, you're used to people going crazy and everything else. Uh, you know, and to, to miss that, I think it would be kind of, kind of sad, really. So I would still like to see the World Series and uh, you know, at least the late rounds of playoffs be played in their own home ballparks. At least that would have a feel of a home field advantage. Guys can at least sleep in your own bed, know your own clubhouse, know the dimensions of a field. You play in a neutral site, you got none of that. I mean, you got, you know, you're sleeping in, uh, in hotels, just like the team that had a whole lot worse record than you had. Exactly. And it's something where I even started to think about what the World Series would look like, just like the celebration, because we've seen it with the, with the walk-ups, everybody six feet apart. Like, it's, it's just going to be so weird. But thank God that there's baseball. But one other thing that I just wanted to ask you about was the free agency of 2021. So we saw Mookie Betts signed a long-term deal with the Dodgers to really help himself get the money he was looking for because the market just isn't there right now because a lot of owners have been losing a lot of money because of this pandemic. But especially with some premier guys like Marcus Stroman, JT Ramuto, you know, like George Springer going on the market, how do you think the pandemic will really affect free agency in 2021? I think it'll have a big impact. And we didn't see it, obviously, with Mookie Betts. Uh, we'll see it with JT Realmuto. If people say, you know, I'm not going to spend that kind of money. I mean, Dodgers have all the money in the world. You know, their TV contract's $8.5 billion. And, you know, they traded for the guy, too. Gave up some prospects. That's a little bit of an outlier here. So I, I don't think these guys would get the money they are supposed to originally. You know, whether it's a, uh, a, a George Springer or, or a Trevor Bauer, you know, we'll, we'll see. I'll be very interested to see what happens with Marcus Stroman. Now he hasn't pitched in, you know, the over a year without anybody seeing him. I think he, I think he could take a hit uh, in free agency. So, but the, you know, the, 
the money's just not going to be there as, as it was going to be before. So I think a lot of guys would get squeezed. Particularly arbitration-eligible guys, I think all those guys could get non-tendered, which would just flood that free agent market. Exactly. I think the free agent market is going to be kind of very weird this next season just because there's a lot of guys who have one-year deals and who opted out. And like you even brought up, Marcus Stroman opted out, and now he's going into free agency. And another guy that just came to mind, Colin McHugh, signed with the Red Sox on a one-year deal and just opted out. So do you, do you think we're going to see a lot of players sign one-year deals just to wait for or hoping that the market will build itself back up in a few years? We could at least guys that sign a multi-year deal get opt out after the first year just to see if things change. As you know, how many fans will be allowed next year? Uh, I don't think any owner believes that they'll have 100% capacity. Uh, should have some fans. And some, a lot of fans may be skittish, like, do I really want to be sitting, you know, shoulder to shoulder next to a, next to a stranger, you know, without knowing uh, what, what he has. So uh, I think baseball's, you know, in for a, uh, a loss of money next year as well. Yeah, it's all going to be really interesting. And it's something where at least baseball and sports are back, in my opinion. That's that's all I'm really happy about. And just like the last question that I had for uh, – I just wanted your opinion on was we see a lot of these teams like the Rockies, the Marlins, are, ju are just unreal this season, are, are exceeding expectations. So I just wanted to hear your thoughts on who will be the most surprising team in 2020, in your opinion. It's got a chance to be the Rockies. I mean, people forget that two years ago they tied with the Dodgers for the division title. They had a one-day, uh, one-game playoff to decide that. And the Rockies, you know, lost that game, went out to Chicago and, uh, and beat the Cubs in the wild card game. So uh, I think I like the teams that have been together. White Sox, for instance. Uh, I think, you know, rebuilding teams, the pandemic really hurts them. I think Cincinnati, just too many new faces. But a team like the Rockies, been there, done that, have a chance. Even the San Francisco Giants without Buster Posey, a lot of those guys were together during those World Series runs. And I, I think they're going to be better people think it as well. But we're going to see some surprises. You know, I'm not sure we'll see a Detroit or Baltimore make it. Uh, you know, they're playing very well. But, uh, but I do think a, a team like the Rockies have a great chance. I agree with you. I actually did a uh, MLB preview video before the season even started, and the Rockies were a team where I said, just if the pitching can work and their, their bullpen can just strike out a few guys and let up a few less runs, that lineup is just going to dominate. I mean, they got they got Arenado's story. You could even see Brendan Rodgers come up, you know, Blackman, like you talked about as well. And it's going to be really interesting to see how all these teams really band together, and we're going to see who's the most competitive. But I really appreciate you coming on the show today, Bob, and, and taking the time to give your opinions on all these different topics. Uh, for anybody who hasn't gone over and checked out Bob's Twitter, it's B Nightingale, and he, and he gives you all the latest MLB news and breaking news. So go over and follow him over there. So I hope you guys really did enjoy that episode and the conversation that I did have with Bob. One of the biggest things that I found, which was so interesting, is his thoughts on the 2021 free agency and how this pandemic could really affect the market going into this next year's offseason. So before I forget, don't forget, subscribe to this podcast if you want to be notified for weekly episodes also, go over to my Twitter and Instagram. It's at Iggy Sports Talk because I post daily content to keep you guys updated on all the latest sports news topics. Also, lastly, 
go over and follow Bob Nightingale on Twitter. It's B Nightingale because he gives you the latest and the best, in my opinion, MLB news. So I greatly appreciate each and every one of you tuning into this week's podcast. I hope you guys really did enjoy it. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and I will see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.